All right. Welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books we've read or that we loved uh, and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. Mm. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nikki. Hi. Hi. This is episode six. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny, but it just... I think because it's now been like almost two months of us doing this. Yeah. Because we like missed a week and then like... Yeah. Yeah. Stupid stomach flu. Yeah. But that's fine. Why yeah. is the sound? Why is, why is it, it so low? Hello. Like, hello. Hello. Is it closer if I go over here? No. Okay. Do we? Okay. I think. Do we need to restart? Here, just pause it and then play it. All right. Well, we paused <laughs> and listened to it, and it sounds seems fine. fine. Sounds fine. So um, we're just. We're going to keep on trucking. We're anxious people. Yeah. We want to make sure that you can hear us. I mean, I don't know if uh, you've gathered that over the last <laughs> five episodes. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we are anxious people. Yep. Um, so. I was so anxious yesterday that I almost threw up. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Because um, I had to get a PCR test um, oh. to potentially just do some work on set. Um and I'm very anxious that it's going to come back positive because I had COVID less than 90 days ago. And oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, I forgot and, you had COVID. Yeah, and because I had COVID when it was like the height of COVID in Nova Scotia, or at the time, like we're very high again right now, but because it was so high then, um, they weren't doing PCR tests for certain right. people. So I don't actually have a record that I had COVID other than the picture. Yeah, which you don't get a notification from. Oh. All you, and it's through the Nova Scotia Health website or the health, or whatever, yeah. that you send it in and they just say, thanks. Like, it's not through your email, so you don't have a sent email to them and then you don't get a confirmation back. So I don't know if they have it on file somewhere that I But you have a self picture reported. of your I have, Yeah, I have a picture of my test, rapid right? test from January 28th. Yeah. So, and I told them that when I went for the test, but I'm like, oh, please just. Like, it might not be out of your system, technically. Right, because it could be, like, I could test positive for 90 days. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to be on Yeah. So, fingers crossed. Um, they said it should come today. Um, so I will continually be... I like the background of your watch. Oh, thanks! You finally figured out how to change it? I did. It's like a rose gold little... It's beautiful. Thank you. I, I It doesn't fit with the outside, because the outside is very, it's like, fine. industrial. Yeah. I'm thinking of giving this one to Andrew, and then getting... Mm-hmm. Like a delicate, yeah, one. a more delicate one because there is a really nice, delicate rose and gold you do have outside. Quite thin wrists as well. Do I? You do. I said that one time to yeah. a friend's mom, like when I was thirteen, and and mm. my friend's mom was like, "No, your wrists are quite thick." In the early two thousands, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, oh, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. <laughs> like, if I wasn't a hundred pounds, everything on me was thick. Yeah, right? yeah, because right. like. I mean, obviously, I'm bigger than you, but I do have thicker wrists than you do. Right. Yeah. You're like my mom. My mom has, like, what I call them bird wrists. Bird wrists? Not but- in, like, a way that it's, like, mean or anything. Just, um, like, thin, small wrists. But I wouldn't... 
Yeah. They're proportional okay. to okay. you. Okay. I mean, like, it's not like, no, like, somebody's looking at your wrist and going like, whoa, oh, damn. Damn, look how small her wrists are. Like, no, just, um. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, oh, my but, God. No, like, they're proportional to you. Okay. But, well, like, that's, because, like, I'm very aware of the fact that I have my grandmother, my Dutch grandmother's ankles. Oh, yeah. And they're thick. Like, thick boys. They are thick ankles. Like, I don't really have ankles. I have calves and then feet. What do they call them? Cankles. Cankles. That's yeah. a terrible. It's so terrible. It's really mean, but. I know. And, like, sometimes, I've, I've discovered that mm. when I drink, my feet and my ankles swell. swell. Oh, my God. That was. <laughs> it didn't scare me, because I, yeah, oh that was God. just the printer. Everything's fine. Yeah, everyone. it's fine. Um, yeah, they swell so much that, like, my shoes don't fit. And, and I can feel the blood pulsing in my feet. When you drink? When I drink. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't drink. drink. But I, it's but I kind of like, I like it. it. Yeah. I like the feeling of intoxication. I also like being, it, it, I think it makes me feel grown up. Like mm. when I drink a glass of wine or like whatever, yeah. I feel like a grown up. Because I don't often feel like one, even though I'm almost 30 now. Like I just don't really feel... I don't like a grown up. No, I never feel like a grown up. I'm like I look at people with like kids or job like I say jobs cuz like I work from home but like an office job or something and I'm like man they're so grown with up. That Monday to Friday 9 to yeah. 5 like and then they come home to their kids and their dog and their picket fence. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like they're so adult. <laughs> when am I going to grow up at 33? <laughs> when am I going to be an adult adult, <sighs> right? Yeah. Uh, probably never. Probably never. To be honest. No. Um, there's this, uh, like, phrase, adage, whatever, mm. that uh, goes, like, you have to grow old, but you don't have to age. Or, like, the other way around. I don't remember Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, the sentiment is, like, you do have to, every year, get, get older. older. But that doesn't mean that you have to get old. Right. You can retain your youth well, and it's like, inner child. It's and like whatever. they say, like, you're only as old as you feel. Yeah, I, mean, I feel 15. So. I, uh, well, my body right now feels about 60. I'm having really bad knee issues oh, no. on my in my left knee. Like, I was at Heels Dance class last night. Oh, yeah. And there was this part where we, like, go to the floor. And then she was explaining the next part. And I was just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, my God, my oh. knee is going to explode. Are and you, do you, oh. you have knee pads, though, right? Yeah, but I wasn't on my knee. Oh, you were I was like... standing, like, I was just standing on my feet, like, squatted down. Ooh. And the pressure inside, like, the side of my knee. Something is tight somewhere. Yeah. And I just have to take care of it, but I'm not. And <laughs> I really notice it every time I crouch down and then try to stand up where I'm like, oh, my God, my knee is do not going to do this. you do that thing where you, you, like, groan as you stand up? Oh, sure do. <laughs> I'm sure my, like, I was coaching volleyball last night and I had to crouch down for something. And as I'm standing up, I'm, like, pushing on my knees like, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and I'm sure they're like, who the fuck is that? What 60-year-old woman is in our gym right, right? now? Right? Like, because they're all, like, 13 to 16 years old. So they're like, yeah. what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I woke up in my 30s and I hurt everything. So <laughs> enjoy it. 30. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy it while you have it, kids. Today I feel oh. about five because I have put cute little... <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> cute little um, pigtails in my, my very short hair. Uh, but they're very cute and bouncy. I like them. They're so wispy. Yeah. yeah. I have very thin hair. That's okay. 
I like it is them. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like them all the same. I was actually, I took my mom to an appointment yesterday. Um, mm. And so I got to chat and hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about how she's just recently had E. coli uh, oh, in yeah. like the last year. Yeah. It, our last year has been really bad. <laughs> really awful. <laughs> yes. um, but so she had E. coli and uh, afterwards she said that her hair started just coming out in like droves, like just handfuls at a time. Because every time she gets sick, her hair just falls out. And, like, I get that when I'm really stressed. And, of course, I'm stressed, like, all of all the, the time. time. Mm-hmm. And also I've been – I was under a lot of stress in the last calendar year. Right. Um, between my job and my personal life, it was just a lot. So I um, I also have been – you know, hair's just been falling out. Yeah. <laughs> but then that means that what happens is, like, I get all of this hair, like, regrowth. And it just comes in as, like, little, little baby, baby hairs. Hair. Um, so my hair feels frizzier than normal, but it's mm-hmm. really just because it's regrowing. Um, did you see the TikTok trend of taking tinfoil and like taking it down your hair like this and it gets rid of the frizz? Oh, yeah. I haven't tried it, but I've done I don't that know if before that would help. with unscented uh, dryer, dryer sheets. sheets. Mm. Yeah, I used to do that. That's mm. also a really good uh, trick if your like skirt is sticking to your legs, yes. is to, to just rub your legs with a dryer right. sheet. Yeah. I used to do that in Zara. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. our dresses were really sticky. Yeah. They were Staticky. made of like lycra half oh. the time. I don't know. It was really strange. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, do your baby hairs like fully grow though? Because like I have these. So some of them do and some of them don't. These have never grown. Mm-hmm. Ever. What do I do with this? Because I'm sure if I cut it, it would then decide to grow and then I'd have like, like hair sticking, sticking out to the side. Up. You just live with them. I don't like living with it. I bought clear <sighs> mascara though, so that like if I'm doing self tapes or stuff, I just like. And your eyelids, not eyelids, but I'm tra- eyelashes. Eyelashes mm. can be more like. Mm. Yeah. But I, without being. I tried it on my eyelashes. It didn't do great. But I tried it on my brows. Was it and, great on your brows? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I did a self tape the other day. And I didn't realize how thin my eyebrows were until I was just at, like, a certain angle that, like, you couldn't see the hairs. You could just see the skin under the hair. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, damn, I should have penciled those in. (laughs) So, note to self. Color my brows in for self-tapes. Yeah. I've always had pretty naturally thick brows. Um, In the, like, 2000s, I was, like, trying to pluck them yeah and um and then I just like stopped yeah, one day and really good. let them come in and yeah. then afterwards it became the like the thing the thing to have thick eyebrows you should have seen my brows in like 2007 like high school grade 12 my brows were thick with so many C's. so many C's and then when I was getting ready to go to university and stuff um I was like I don't want these caterpillars on my face yeah. anymore. And I started I started getting them waxed. Mm. And I continued to pluck them and get them waxed. And you and can actually, like, damage the hair follicles. Tell me about it. Where it does not grow anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I just look at pictures of myself, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. my eyebrows don't look that bad. But then when I see, like, certain videos, if the lighting is like a certain way, or... they look pencil thin like they did in 2008. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Damn it! Like I should have just left them because they were so, they were fine. Like if but I if, if I showed you a picture, yeah, 
Is that not the theme oh, of our, of everything. our childhood? Like, though? we'll look back at a picture from a year ago and be like, man, I thought I looked bad then. I looked great. I wish I looked like that now. Yeah. I do that all the freaking time. I watched a video of myself working out two years ago. And you're like, damn, I, girl. But at the time, because it was April 2020, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, God, I'm so out of shape and I need to move mm-hmm. my body and blah. And now I look at videos of it and I'm like, damn, damn. I look fucking yeah. awesome. So, I mean, I think you look awesome all the time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I, it was one of the realizations with my therapist yesterday was... The voice that is constantly in my head telling me that I'm not thin and like I like that I don't look good or whatever. Enough. I don't look good enough. Um, I'm not good enough. You're right. It's it's my not your my, voice. It's not my voice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you want to say whose it is, but it's not yours. It's not mine. Um I'm sure the person who I would say the voice belongs to that I'm sure most of you can guess. Gather. Gather, because I feel like a lot of you have had similar experiences. Um, that person would say, oh, no, I was doing it out of love. And, and you know, like and, I and I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think it yeah. hurt you as much as it yeah, did. Yeah, like, I think you're blowing it out of proportion. And, and you're like, whatever, go fuck yourself. Yeah, but also I love you. Like, it's, uh, it's a it's complicated, complicated. complicated relationship. Yeah, but, I know that personally yeah. as well. Yeah, so the biggest thing is just recognizing that it's not my voice um yeah and like I was telling my therapist because I told her that I got 170 on the on the rad czar and she said well and how how do you feel about that and I said I've, I've been kinder to myself yeah like it's I think it's easier to be kinder when you're like oh there's a reason that I feel like an alien on this mm-hmm. planet or like whatever yeah so whatever it feels like for you yeah, definitely very much felt like I didn't get the memo on how to be a human. Like, yeah. if someone tells me, hey, we're going out to dinner, dress nice. Is that a ball gown or how is nice. that a blouse with some jeans? Like, Send is... me a picture of your your outfit right, and I will like, match the vibe of your outfit. Right? Like, yeah. I am constantly messaging people, what are you wearing tonight? Because I mm-hmm. don't want to be the one that is way overdressed or way underdressed. Yeah. And I know people are like, man, just live your life and dress the way you want to dress. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So this is a thing right now. Um, so it's now been three, a little over three weeks since the province got rid of their mask mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that at work, uh, employees are now allowed to not wear masks mm-hmm. should they wish to. Right. But I have been like feeling like I don't really want to, even though I know like uh, my I have family members and like with high risk and whatever. Like I I still don't want to wear my mask. I'm you know whatever it's a personal choice yeah um but I feel so awkward and out of place at work because everyone else is still wearing their mask there's only like a couple of people who have decided like this isn't for me or whatever mm-hmm. and um I I only lasted like two hours I was texting Nikki and I was saying like oh I'll wait until my half hour break I didn't even get there you didn't no oh. I just put it back on because I felt so out of place out of place yeah. and also the other person who wasn't wearing their mask had like left for the day and I was like nope oh, yeah <laughs> everyone else is wearing one I'm gonna wear one yeah um I went to my dance class Saturday morning mm-hmm. and I frequently now like I go into the building and then go into the dance studio without a mask on I go through yeah. class without a mask on pretty much all of the teachers when they're teaching are still wearing masks some people in class are still wearing masks yeah. but that particular day when I showed up in class there were six or seven other people in class 
every single one of them was wearing a mask. Yeah. And the teacher was wearing a mask. And I was and like, were like, should well, I, I go? I guess I'm wearing a mask in like, class today. Like, I guess I I'm just, wearing one. It was like this overwhelming yep. sense of anxiety. And it sucked because the only mask that I had was like, like plush. Like it was so oh. thick that it was like a winter mask. Oh no. And I'm like, oh cool. This is going to be awesome. It was literally dripping by the end of dripping class. Dripping sweat. Like, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was just, yeah, the anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's colored a lot of my, like, life, honestly. Oh, no. Like, I've always been a highly anxious person, um, but specifically with, like, social social situations, mm-hmm. I struggle so hard. Like, I want to just be normal. I don't want to people to, like, look at me. Like, um, I have a lot of trouble going into new situations without somebody who knows what's happening. Like, yeah. I don't even want to go into a new shop. No. If I haven't been there before, if somebody hasn't been there before. Um, I had to someone, like, describe to me the process of getting a vaccine before I went to go get it. Because, oh. like, I just, I, did, I don't like social situations. I'm no. so stressed out by them. Yeah. Um, which definitely leads to me being more of an introvert. Like, I've taken personality tests and they always come back with, like, ambivert. And I don't feel it because I, but I think it's because my anxiety is so high. But you might be, like, because we've talked about this, oh my god, so many times, Mm -hmm. when we're together, we fill up each other's cup. Yeah. And I think that's part of, like, the extrovert, is that... Like, a certain certain, Yeah, like, a social Mm -hmm. situation can fill up your cup. And I think with an ambivert, it just means that it's not everyone, it's It's just a certain... Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes I I recharge at home alone, most of the times. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, I do also have social, social situations that do like fill up my cup or like recharge me um not very not a lot of them but there are some for sure Mm -hmm. yep yeah so i don't know yeah that's why i would probably say you're an ambivert yeah yeah like even yesterday when i went to get my covid test because i'm so used to there being like an entrance and then a separate exit yeah when i was done getting my covid test which like what how do i leave yeah i was like um is there another door and he was busy talking to another person and he was like nope just right there and i was like okay thanks bye (laughs) please don't let this like taint any like impression that you have of me like oh god i know And I'm trying to let go of a lot of that. Like, I talk about this kind of thing all the time, about trying to let go of Mm. something that's, like, holding me back or whatever. Mm. But specifically because at work, part of my job is to literally approach people and talk to them. And that sucks. Yeah. It was like when I started working for Good Life and you were expected to call people to set up appointments. And I was like, I just worked a job for four years where I only answered the phone. I never... I never made an outgoing call. I would call consultants to let them know about something about like their paperwork or that a client was there but I never made an outgoing call to a client it wasn't my job no and so I'm like I have to call people and try and get them to come in like I was very glad when I had a full client roster and I didn't have to do that anymore yeah anyway books books you want to talk about books yeah I do because I want to go first yeah okay I I was so excited when Brianna showed up because I've actually started reading a book that I can talk about um it's not the Sarah J Moss one that one is still very much on the back burner 
There's just a block. I don't know what it is. It's a big undertaking, to be honest. And it's huge. Like, just... I don't know if I'm in the right space for it right now. Yeah. I have so many things going on in my mind right now. Like, You just need something smaller, something easier. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I started reading um, Dead Ringer by Kate Kessler. Um, and it's a book about a serial killer who targets twins, <sighs> where he takes one of them and then just leaves the other one. But then... Insidious. Yeah. But then, like, periodically will send photographs to the twin who wasn't taken. Does he yeah. keep them alive? I I'm not, not sure. sure. You're like, not through the full book. No, no. like um, some of the some of the information says that like some of them have been kept alive for a few months. Um, it looks like one of the characters was like one of the twins that was taken was kept alive for like several years based on like the age that she looked in one of the photos. Oh my because God. of course, like you have a twin, so you're like, well, well, I, I looked like that when I was 15, right? But we we were kidnapped at or she was kidnapped at seven, or right? Like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oh man, I get chills just, that's, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's, I love reading this kind of book and I haven't read, uh, like a, A like a thriller, yeah, not in a very long time. And I used to read them all the time. Um, like Tess Garretson, I read a lot of Tess Garretson. yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, it's really it's really easy to read. Like, it's really laid out nicely. Um, I don't find myself going back over sentences or paragraphs because mm-hmm. I've been zoning out or anything, which is really nice. But I'm about 80 pages into it, and the main character is so forcefully adamant that it's this one guy mm. that it's, so you're like it's overpowering. Yeah, like it's yeah. overpowering everything else because it's like the only thing that she can see. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just like, I want to get past that part because in my mind, it's so overpoweringly him, quote unquote, that it's not, that it's not him. Yeah. Um, but then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, maybe it's so overpoweringly quote unquote him because it It is. is. So I don't know. So I think like this one is really compelling me to keep reading it. Um, and like I said, it's it's a very easy read. Like mm-hmm. I can actually read about a page a minute, which is nice. The, That's really the font nice. is fairly large. Um, I'm already waiting to read to this read this one. Yeah. And and it's nice because there's like relationship stuff going on. All right, like relationship stuff right off the bat. Yeah. Um, the relationship even between like this detective and her mom being the twin that wasn't taken is mm. like. <sighs> it's I can't heavy. even imagine. Like, I've always thought, like, what if I had a secret twin somewhere? Uh, like, I don't. But, like, no. what if I did? Yeah. Um. So I've always kind of thought about, like, what it would feel like to be a twin. And the idea that you could be a twin and have this person that's literally been with you every second of your life. Yeah. And then they're just taken away. Yeah. And now you're on your own. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that would be yeah. so hard. Yeah. And she was, so the twin was taken, this particular twin was mm-hmm. taken when she was 16. Oh. Yeah. So, like, and it, that's, and, and you this, know who you are. Yeah. For the most part. It's yeah. Seen. Obviously, you change. Yeah. I'm a different person now. Oh, but, like. Very different. The fundamentals of who I am mm-hmm. were the same and when I was And you spent 16. 16 years with this one person yeah um and then um the book takes place 18 years after so she's in her 30s yeah she's in her mid 30s mm-hmm. yeah um and like the the book starts pretty much on the is it the 
It must be the 18th. Yeah, 18th anniversary mm-hmm. of when the her kidnapping? twin was taken. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited to keep reading it. Um, I have some free time this weekend, and so Ooh. I'm probably going to sit down and just, like, read, which yeah. is really exciting. Like, I read for a bit this morning, and it's, it's nice. Oh, it's so nice it's to so read nice. and be excited to read. So. Yeah, that's actually a really important part of it because yeah. I know, like, like, I've talked about it before on here about how, like, depression, like, I went through a really strong Sorry, got a burp. <laughs> um, we keep it real here. I went through a really strong, like, uh, depression that made me stop reading. Yeah. And, oh my god, I just felt my... <laughs> oh no, your elastic broke! My elastic broke. Oh well, Aww. that's fine. My hair is just going to be wonky, but it's okay. That's fine. Um, But I didn't read for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, or if I did read, it was like one book, and then I wouldn't read again for another, like, four months. Right. Um... And so finding that joy of reading again has been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's super important. Like, if you don't feel like reading, you're not going to read. No. So. No. Yeah. Um, that's one of the joyful things that I get to do at work is to talk about books and talk about, like, uh, people's interests and mm-hmm. find a book that will get them into reading or keep them hooked long enough or, like, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. I know myself and I know, like, what... I enjoy mm-hmm. um so I like I know that I go for fantasy and romance and that kind of thing but I've been right. trying to branch out a little bit see if I can find some other good ones yeah right um I was just curious when this was written but apparently 2018 yeah yeah um and she has another book called it takes one um oh yeah she has like this whole series Audrey Hart novels Ooh. Mm. Um, and I just noticed this. I didn't, I didn't read this. There's like a little excerpt at the very, very beginning of the book. Um, and I hadn't read it before, but I've read this part of the book now. So I know this part, but like, that is a very good hook to get people to read this book. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Dead Ringer, Kate Kessler. Great novel so far. Great novel. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Your plethora of books. Yeah. Okay. So I took out several books from the library, uh, like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and they're due back at like the mid of next week. <gasps> I had a book due on Wednesday. They don't have any fees. I know, <laughs> but I feel bad. It's sitting on my, co- on my kitchen table. Okay. I'm going to take that back later. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but so... I have been trying to read through them, is what I was saying. Yes. I've been trying to read through them, which means that I've read quite a few books this week. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could name them. Yeah. And just I'm gonna, give her I'll name them, and then I'll give a quick rating, and then I want to talk about probably... Actually, I want to talk about four of the five books, so <laughs> I'll try and keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so the first book I read was The Rehearsals by Annette Christie, um, she's a, a Canadian author that maybe lives in Arizona. One website said Arizona and one said Alberta. So it, but also her author description said that she's an, a Canadian American hybrid. So maybe she lives in both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because I got it from a library, it had a little like Canadian, like a maple leaf uh, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. that's how they show you that it's like Canadian authors. Right. They put a little maple leaf sticker. Well, this one doesn't have anything. Um, so that was so good. It's uh, it's like a Groundhog Day kind of book. So they um, 
So, what are their names? Uh, Megan and Tom are on an island that's, like, important to them to get married. So, they're there on the island. It's the day before their wedding, so the day of their rehearsal dinner. Right. Tom has had to stay back in their, like, hometown doing this, uh, like, company dinner for the company he works for, which is, like, a family company. So, he technically works for his dad. Okay. And his dad has requested literally on the week of his wedding that he stays and does this company dinner and then come to do the like wedding the rehearsal dinner what whatever a dick. right yeah um so uh they are like the book happens it starts like on the day of the rehearsal dinner they get to the rehearsal dinner they have this big blowout fight because tom has agreed without talking to megan to move them to missouri with like and she has an established career in New York where they live and he's just like we're moving cuz the company like my dad's company says we have to and he hasn't talked to her about it at all mm. and so they have this big blow up fight and then it's revealed that 8 years ago Megan slept with Tom's best friend were uh, they still together yeah <gasps> yeah uh Tom's best friend Leo so eight years ago on the day they graduated from uh, college, from university, uh, Leo and Megan slept together, and then she's just avoided him for the last eight years, even though he's Tom's best friend and is there all the time. Um, and so it, this is, comes out, they have this huge fight about it, like not only just the fact that he's going to move them to Missouri without talking to her, but also like, you slept with my best friend. Right. <laughs> and they decide, we're calling off the wedding, mm-hmm. no wedding, we'll wake up tomorrow, we'll tell everyone whatever they wake up the next morning same day yeah it's their day of their rehearsal dinner again tom wakes up on the ferry um because that like the book starts with him like waking up from a nap on the ferry because he had come in on a red eye right um he wakes up on the ferry and he goes oh fuck like this is the same day megan wakes up and goes oh great (laughs) now i can fix it and i can make sure that tom never finds out that i slept with leo not knowing that tom also knows that they're reliving the same day because oh. everyone else in their lives doesn't doesn't know, know. they're just but going they through. both yeah. know but they both know and so they go through a bunch like it's it only happens over like a week or so but they go through like a bunch of different different scenarios of like how do we get this day to stop repeating right um super cute i really liked Aww. this book i love those like edge of tomorrow i've yeah. only seen the movie i haven't read the book but like edge of tomorrow so good and um, similar idea yeah so i don't want to give anything away no. but it it is a really great book i really did like the ending mm-hmm. um yeah i think it was cute cool all right yeah. okay nice. moving on oh no um, <laughs> <laughs> i think it sounds so cute. i and then i read omar rising by aisha saeed um Oh, I <laughs> literally, literally write. Oh my God, loved this. Okay, so it's a middle school novel, a nine to twelve mm. novel, which I don't actually like. I don't often gravitate towards because obviously I'm a little older. Um, but I saw it. I read the description and I was like, I need to read this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about Omar, who um, he is quite poor. He, um, I think they're in India. It doesn't really say. Um, but so he's quite poor and he gets a scholarship to a school, but then when he gets to the school, he realizes that scholarship children or scholar boys, as they're called, are required to do 
five hours community service a week, they aren't allowed to participate in extracurriculars, and they must maintain an A-plus grade point average. Holy crap. Yeah. All right. So basically, it's just to get them all out of the school. Right. So it's a way for, like, the board of the school to be like, yeah, look how charitable we are, but not have them, like, taint their image or, like, whatever. And so Omar... um goes through just trying to do his best like trying to just get that like get his grades up high enough and basically like I'm gonna succeed right and then he gets told um before like their final exams that even if he got perfect the grades on their final exams he would not reach the a plus average so he's being kicked out and now his whole family, his whole village is very excited for him to be at the school yeah. so he has like this pressure of the pride of his village mm-hmm and, like, um, they, he just, like, breaks down in class one day and tells the rest of the boys and they create a, um, like, a petition and then they do a walkout and uh, it's, it's so good. It's um, good. It was such a good read. Mm. Like, I literally wrote, like, 100,000 out of 10. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then I said, hated the injustice of the system and was inspired by Omar's efforts to succeed, was on the edge of my chair waiting to hear about the board's decision. So um, definitely read it. Uh, it's a quick read because it's, you know, 9 to 12. Nine to 12. Um, yeah. it, it's super, super cute, super important. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I really like um, I really like nine to twelve stories because they're they're literally meant to inspire. Right. Like a lot of the time they're like, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to be a good person well <laughs> when I was taking my creative writing class one of the things we learned was that when you're writing children's novel or children's books of any mm-hmm. kind one of the things that they have to have in order to be published is either a lesson or like, like a lesson or a moral or yeah. yeah like some kind of call to action of how to be a better person essentially. Yeah. which I thought was really interesting and I don't think I ever thought of but like even reading the Bernstein Bears growing up yeah like I mean, that's heavily religious as well, but... Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Says the agnostic the, over here. The Bernstein um, stains. I, I know. know. Which universe are we in? <laughs> Mom Mandela has, effect. I know. Mom has all of our books at home, um, and I think they're Bernstein. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, the one that always sticks with me is yeah. the one where their room is just a complete disaster, oh, yeah. and they, like, organize their room I and was, everything. I was given that one as mm. a child, as a, like, subtle, hey. You should clean your room. Yeah. Hey, take care of your stuff. Yeah. It didn't work. Anyway. No, it didn't work for me either. <laughs> but I can tell you where everything is. I always yeah. I always stood by the fact that organized people are just too lazy to look I for things. I sent Nikki a TikTok. <laughs> Wait, which one? Um, just recently, uh, about um, like uh, it's an ADHDer. Yeah. Um, and she, someone, it's like a skit, and someone comes comes in and asks her where. If oh she has, yes. If she has, because you and Cynthia both sent it to me. Yeah. Um, if she has a an um, elastic, like a rubber band, and she says yes, in my closet, in this particular box. Um, like in this particular bag, like whatever. And then they yeah. go, okay, cool. Where's your keys? And like, uh, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Mm-mm. And then like, cool phone. Nah. Wallet. Nah. But you can tell me where a rubber band is. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, how does that work? I don't know. I, Tristan calls it like a, a superpower in that I literally know where 
everything is in our house, even in the boxes, like mm-hmm. in our spare room that, that we been, haven't been yeah. unpacked for literally a full year. Mm-hmm. I know what's in them. I could find them. Or I have like a vague sense of where something mm-hmm. is. Like I wanted to, uh, I was listening to the last couple of episodes of our podcast to write the descriptions and I wanted to color while I was doing it, but yeah. I knew that they were in a box somewhere. And mm. I was like, I wonder if I have one particular coloring book in this specific box in my bedroom. Right. And it was there. Oh, so. God. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I can do it too, but like I lose my coffee and my, like, and oh my- but now that I've allowed myself to yeah. be that person, I, I misplace my phone all the time yeah. or my coffee or. Yeah. I like to, um, I just like to put things in the same spot every time yes. so that I know where they it's are. It's really helpful. Like I always hang my keys in the same spot. Yeah. My keys are um, in the same pocket in my purse and my purse is on the same the hook yes. every time. Yeah. I hate so. when it's moved. I hate it. Yeah. No, it's really annoying. Um, Sorry, I keep interrupting your books. No, that's fine. The next book I read was uh, an anthology Mm. called Unbroken, uh, edited by Marieke Niekamp. She's Dutch, so I might have said that very wrong. Niekamp. Yeah, Niekamp. Niekamp. It's an anthology of disabled teen stories. Um, And they had one about IBS, which I relate to very hard. Mm. I've never actually been diagnosed, but I have spent many a year um, with diarrhea every day. So I basically live off of Imodium. I took some literally at 5 a.m. this morning. So like. (laughs) We took a detour on your wedding day. We sure did. Oh my God. I had vaguely forgotten about that. Yeah, I was. In my sister's van, we were literally on our way because I had gotten ready at Nikki's. Yeah. Nikki was like my wedding's fairy godmother. Oh. Like, <laughs> I got ready at her house. Um, she arranged for my hair and makeup. My sister-in-law did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nikki's mom took my wedding photos. Like, just fairy godmother. Um, but we were on our way from Nikki's house to where I got married in Spryfield. And I was like, my stomach is not okay. Like, we need to quickly stop run in, buy some Imodium. Like, I cannot yeah. shit myself in my wedding dress. No, I literally <laughs> ran in and I'm like, where is it? Because I think we were already late We were already at that late. Point. But, and then it turned out fine because uh, Tristan, Tristan was, was also late. late. Yeah. Um, and I did have a, a minor breakdown in the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, yeah. screamed at someone to give me a phone to call him. Like, yeah. I was like, I just need to talk to him. You must have. I must have been in the store when that happened because I don't remember you yelling. Oh, yeah. I don't think you were in the... I was, like, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it all it turned, all out, turned fine. out so well. And we're almost at five years. Yeah. So. Yay. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I did like that story. But, again, <laughs> I don't think anthologies are for me. Right. I have another two that I have to read because I Took rented them, them from the library. Right. But um, I just... I don't know. I said it last time. I'm... So, moral of the story. Stop my getting anthologies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to be the person who reads anthologies, but that's not going to I want to be the person who reads nonfiction, but like. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not going to happen. It doesn't. <laughs> it, I'm not compelled to the same way I no. am to read fiction. No. Uh, and then, okay. So, then I read Something to Talk About by Meryl Wilsner. Super cute. Ooh. Okay. So, this is an office romance. Uh-huh. So, um. Emma is the personal assistant to uh, uh, Joe, Joe Jones, who was a um, a very popular, like, kid actress. Like, when she was a teen, she got onto a TV show. Mm. Um, and then 
uh, like called Hollywood out about racism and then wasn't offered any jobs. So she created her own TV show called The Innocence and has been a showrunner in that for a very long time. Mm, okay. So uh, Joe asks Emma if she will come with her to the uh, SAG Awards. Oh, yes. So the Screen Actors Guild Awards. And they go at, because Joe has just gotten a, uh, like, a writing gig, writing the screenplay for um, the new Agent Silver, which is a very clear, like, James Bond parallel. Mm, right. Okay. Um, and she's like, I don't want to be asked questions about this, so can you come as my date so that I can mm. just, like... Like, you know, the story is just going to be that I'm obsessed with work and I got my production assistant come with me. Right. That is not um, what the story of happens. Of course So not. she uh, is on the red carpet. Joe's on the red carpet getting pictures taken. And Emma hears that they're asking questions about uh, Asian Silver. And she comes up to basically be like, hey, <laughs> hey, you good? Like, do you need any help? Whatever. They share a little moment of like a joke. And that picture is taken. And they're like oh, staring no. like lovingly into each other's eyes. And they're like, oh, my God, Joe Jones is dating her assistant and it's like this whole thing um and but they they still obviously work close together and like over the book they realize um like i maybe i do actually have a crush on you and there's this like uh harvey weinstein parallel that they do in there where like a director comes in and propositions emma because she's already slept her way to the top so actually or no they're just assuming and then they're like give me a hand job and i'll give you a job and so emma goes to joe and is basically like i will never work with this man again and joe sends out a press release saying that this director will never work on the innocence because he did this right and it like this whole thing. Right. But uh, super cute read. Mm. Um, I don't really go for office romances, which is kind of funny because Tristan and I met at work. Right. Um, but I don't usually read them because, mm. like, I don't know. They're so predictable. They're really predictable. And also there's always a bit where, like, somebody gets fired or, like. <laughs> right. And I just don't, I don't like it. Like curveball. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can take those things. But I've literally, I literally wrote super cute, but with like a period between every letter, right. like super oh, yes, cute. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless you again. You I'm only get good. two. Otherwise, you just have to die, so. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I kidding. usually sneeze in twos or threes. Huh. I, mm. I just scream sneeze. Like when I sneeze, it's like. <laughs> like it's when, so loud. When Andrew sneezes, it's literally like the house shakes. Yeah, like, dad, dad sneezes. Yeah. And every time I look at him, I'm like, really? Like, does Did it you... have to be? He's like, that's just how I sneeze. That's just my sneeze. And I'm like, is it? Right. I'm like, is it though? My hair. Oh, <laughs> That's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, Okay. All right. So <laughs> the last book I read this week uh-huh. is called This Is How You Lose the Time War. And it's by... Um, Amal El Mother, Moher, I don't know. Motar? Motar? Probably, probably Motar. Amal El Motar and Max Gladstone. Okay, so <laughs> this book 
is beautifully written. Mm. It has had some of the most raw quotes that I've ever read in a book. I've written some of them down. I'm going to read them to you. Okay. okay. But I'm going to describe a little bit about the book so that you can understand. Okay. So basically, um, Red and Blue are two agents in a time war on opposite sides. Okay? So Already they... sounding like the Matrix. <laughs> so they go uh, up and down the timeline and different strands and, you know, we're going to talk about time travel because I'm very excited about this. But but it's so um, different in every... Okay, anyway. Okay, so basically they go up and down. They call them like time strands. They go up and down those time strands, um, like changing little things here and there or big things or whatever to get the future that they want. Okay. Okay. But then they start leaving letters for each other because they're two of the, like, best agents in the fields. And the first letter, it, it's... Uh, an envelope and it says burn before reading and so she then burns the letter and as it burns a letter shows up (sighs) yeah okay so it's very confusing um I just tried I just at a certain point stopped trying to figure it out like Like I stopped trying to figure out the timeline I stopped trying to figure out anything I just read it for the pure like enjoyment enjoyment and the fact that um they describe the letters and they're the weirdest ways to like get a letter. So like uh, one of them, the letters in like a glob of lava. Um, another one is literally inside of a fish that someone has eaten. Are they trying to like one up each other to be like, like kind of, but okay. also in a way so that their superiors don't know that they're corresponding because they are on opposite oh, sides. Right, red versus blue, and they're kind of falling in love and. <laughs> so okay. yeah um and the i think the the coolest one for me is that i think blue grows a tree over like a millennia and by putting in certain like like uh feed and like water and like whatever they write the letter inside the rings of the tree because they know that red is going to come along as part of the mongol army to cut it down and then see it and read it it's like it is my brain is kind of melting i'm not gonna lie my brain's melting right now but it was so beautifully written Mm -hmm. okay so they're talking about the first quote that i'm gonna read to you is that they're talking about uh like making sure that people um like certain people don't leave the timeline like if they have to kill like a certain person like they have to because Mm -hmm. of blah 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 right and they say a fugitive becomes a queen or a scientist or worse a poet and the fact that it said or worse a poet just really got me because like art is so important Mm -hmm. and it can change the course Mm -hmm. of literally everything yes and like or worse a poet and then um the other one that I've written down is she peers behind the face plates while the experts work and whenever she can see them they are beautiful and composed like a house where no one lives but which a staff cleans daily. That is a very vivid picture. That is such a vivid picture. Like I can see every detail of that. You're like I know exactly what mm-hmm. this person is seeing when she looks behind this face plate. That's wild. Okay. And so like it was genuinely good um i've said raw raw lines fascinating concept highly recommend 
Um, What's the, it called? It's called This Is How You Lose the Time War. And it's just a novella. It's 200 pages. Um, hmm. Uh, I've also written, the letters are gorgeous, evocative, and well-written. This is some of the best writing I've ever read, um, even if I didn't understand it. <laughs> um, but I wonder if you went back and reread it, if and, it like, would make really more sense. And, like, really took my time or, like, whatever. Like, probably. I don't know. I don't know how specific they're... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, whenever I have... Whenever I watch things about time or, like, dimension stuff, like, my brain just... It so stops working. Yeah. Yeah. Like Inception or... Oh my god. Okay, so I watched this movie called Primer. Um, it's not a very popular title. I don't think I've seen it. Um, but it's... It's a time travel movie. They put time... Tra- time machines in time machines because of the way that it works. I don't know. Is it bigger on the inside? No, it's not like a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> TARDIS kind of situation right but it it's just I don't know it it's the one of the weirdest movies I've ever watched and my brain literally melted where was it like where did you watch it um my brother downloaded it oh okay like years ago but it's called primer I wasn't sure if it was like super fucking weird okay um yeah hmm but it made me start thinking about time travel because I've always been kind of fascinated with time travel and then also like the MCU so the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like doing this big soup like like multiverse thing time travel um and like so that's essentially the time travel system in this book from what I can gather is that like every choice and like that anyone ever makes right um splits off into like another uh, multiverse mm-hmm. and so they're going throughout the multiverses which they called strands right um cutting off certain strands flourishing others etc cetera, etc cetera. interesting yeah because yeah like in the mcu like if you if you change something you create a new a new time multiverse yeah. yeah um interesting yeah so and then there's also like the method of time travel which is like anything you've ever done has already been done so like if you go back in time anything you do back in time you've already done in that time which leads to the future it's like a time like a paradox well because like don't they say like in time travel if you go back in time and you change a single thing but like when you go back in time you're in the past but you're in your future you're not in your your past. past yeah yeah, so, like, uh, your timeline is straight. Right. But the timeline of the universe isn't. Oh. The way that they use, um, I think the funniest example of this is in The Good Place. Yeah. Um, where With Jeremy Bear Me. Um, so, like, time is literally the words Jeremy Bear Me written in cursive. Right. And then the dot over the I in Bear Me ha- is, like, a... A space out of time it's like it's really cute um i love that show i've never seen it it's 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 amazing i've heard it's got like Kristen bell and um cannot remember any of the other actors right now uh but it's like um like a whole sitcom about like moral philosophy hmm and it's it's so well done and like um the actors are great 
they're just it's really great show highly recommend it apparently i have to check that out that's on netflix Netflix. yeah um i think it was an nbc show okay yeah Yeah. um andrew and i just watched the adam project just speaking of time travel yeah we just watched the adam project last week. i've heard good things you haven't seen it no i wanted to see if tristan wanted to watch it with me but i forgot to ask him um i like ryan like i love ryan reynolds let's be honest um but i have been finding that his last several roles have been all very deadpool yeah which like fine that's a character choice like okay but when it's that same character in several different movies it starts to get a little bit like um okay so like i don't need to watch another right right like if i'm watching a deadpool movie i want to watch a deadpool movie yeah if i'm not i want to be watching something else um but in this movie sure there might be like very little instances of like deadpool showing through but he's not that same character yeah i've and also really heard good. that there's this one little bit um i've actually seen it like on facebook or whatever right um where uh, you have a hair in your mouth yeah Here. did you drop it i dropped oh, it. I got it what were you saying oh it broke again okay I'm struggling with my... But anyway, there's this one little bit where he uh, talks to, like, his mom. Mm -hmm. And he actually, like, Ryan Reynolds was instrumental in getting that specific scene. Um, Like, adult Ryan Reynolds talks to his mom well... In the past. In the past. Yeah. And is basically like, you're a great mom, you're doing great. Yeah. 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 And she doesn't know that it's it's Yeah. Um, and he said that that was basically just a love letter to his own mother. Like, Aww. and I like think that's so sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah. I also think that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are just the, some of the sweetest people. Such great people. Um, my new watch. Ha! My brother just texted me if I have any rum that he can buy off me. <laughs> Pretty sure I do. Because it's Good Friday. And so. Oh, yeah. All the stores are closed. Um, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm just going to. Quickly, yep. Nope, that's not a Y. Yep. <laughs> yep. There we go. So. Interesting. You like uh, draw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, I'm still learning how to do it and it's not always accurate, but. Whatever. I mean, whatever. We're getting there. We're getting there. Ooh. What? That reminds me that I was going to talk about technology. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Um, Tristan and I had this really fun conversation last night. Yeah. Or the night before, whenever. I don't know. At a time, we Mm -hmm. had a conversation. Right. About how, like, our generation, um, we went from having very little technology to it being literally, like... Fundamental. Fundamental to society. Right. And that change has been such a wild ride (laughs) to live on. Yeah. And I... Oh, okay. I remember what brought it up. It was that... Am I wearing my shirt inside out? Are you? <laughs> I am. You so are. <laughs> um, That's fine. That's fine. But it was about uh, how somebody was saying that they wish they had been born in the 90s so that they could have grown up in the 2000s. And I'm like, no, dude. No, you don't want to No, do that. you don't wish that that was your life. Like, yeah. you don't. Nope. Um, as someone who did grow up in the 2000s, like, no, fuck that. No. I'm still so, listening. Um. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, God, the 90s were not a time 
I mean, I remember listening to the Spice Girls um, on my front lawn in a boombox, like the <laughs> the cassette, and just dancing, wearing like cowboy boots that were three sizes too big, because that's yeah. what you did. Yeah. Um, because there was nothing else to do. Like, I don't know. And I like, yeah. I miss that. Like, I miss the simplicity of that kind of thing. Whereas now, like... Like, my nieces and nephew can use my phone better than I can. And I've literally grown up with the technology. So, like, yeah. I don't get it. I taught a 2-3 split class on Wednesday at my elementary school, which was really cool. Like, it was... That's really exciting. It's really weird to be back in my elementary school. I haven't been there in, like... Since you graduated from elementary? No, because I would have gone when Al graduated. Oh, right. So, like, I probably haven't been there in... Like 20 years. Yeah. Almost 20 years. And it looks so different, but the same. Um, the qu- the quilt that my mom made is still hanging in the foyer, oh, which is nice. Oh, cute. Yeah. She made it in 2000, I think. And, um, but this class, they do like these movement breaks. Mm-hmm. And so you pull up a video on YouTube and it just gets them to do things. Yeah. But in order to do it, you have to like turn on the projector that's hanging from the ceiling and it projects onto the wall. And so I turned that on and I could see the little windows bar at the bottom of the screen, but the internet browser was not on the screen. And I was like, and there were no instructions on how to do it from the teacher. Like the teacher was really great at giving me instructions and like what she wanted done for the day and everything like that. But I think it was just assumed that I would know how to everything okay yes oh no it's okay there was a look on your face that like oh no um so i think it was just assumed that i would know how to get this video onto this projector and so i i did not and so i guess there was this one kid in class who's like the known tech guy this kid is eight years old (laughs) and i'm like hey um can you can you help me? me? And it was literally just you had to drag. It was like a two screen you, system. Oh, so you just, so you had, just to had to drag it from the one to the, the other. Yeah, from the computer yeah. up onto the wall. That was it. And I was just like, "Thanks, thanks, eight year old." Damn it! I'm really grateful. Like, I'm glad that my 25 years on you accounts for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Uh. That face was because I got a a notification from Rabbit Tasker. Um, Ooh. Yeah, because I had scheduled a uh, job, the job for actually this morning. Yeah, and she had to cancel it like last minute because she got COVID. Oh, <laughs> and I just got a no- notification that I was going to be paid anyway because Amazing. it wasn't canceled in enough time. <gasps> Sweet, so, yeah, okay. which is exciting. That's exciting. <laughs> what was the task? Uh, put together some patio furniture. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, easy peasy. Yeah. That's really cool. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. What? Okay, so I have been reading a lot of... I've been obsessed with years... With years. For years with uh, the Reddit thread, Am I the Asshole? Oh! I keep uh, seeing TikToks of Am I the Asshole. Uh, I love them so much. They're so good. So uh, if you don't know what this is, um, it is a thread where people ask questions uh, to the community, basically asking, here's the scenario, am, am I, I the, the asshole, asshole in it? Mm. Um, and I don't actually read them on Reddit. <laughs> I read them from like... Uh, 
like Pinterest or Facebook from like Board Panda. So basically, mm. this uh, content site will gather it all together and like grab a few comments and then post it so that you can read the the actual mm. post and then a few of the comments. And here I am watching a video of people reading. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yeah. Um, just a different method. Right. I just don't actually go to Reddit. Right. Um, and I can't remember like why I wrote it down, but I was like. I'm obsessed with these. I read them every single day, multiple times a day. Um, some of them are just so fucking wild, too. Like, I think I sent, or you sent me one, maybe, mm. about um, this person. Oh, my God, I can't remember what it's about. But basically, like, this person was being really a real dick to their girlfriend oh about like bringing gifts over to their parents yeah yeah okay because it was part of her culture that when you go to visit someone and they're cooking you supper you You bring bring a a gift gift. you bring a host gift right like like it could be something like chocolate or anything like that so this man told his girlfriend that his parents were really upset because it was rude of her to do this yeah and um then she got a message from like her like future Mm father-in-law saying like please don't come don't come back until you've apologized or something yeah. and she eventually like gets in contact with them specifically and is like i'm so sorry that i embarrassed you whatever whatever mm-hmm. and they're like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> he had sent it he had sent it from his yeah. dad's phone yeah and so they broke up understandably oh, yeah but it was just so fucking wild like some what? of these things that they're posting like like i just can't understand why you think you are or i can't understand why you don't think you are right like of course yeah. you're the asshole i know but it's funny because a lot of the am i the assholes are just like no you're absolutely not oh, i've listened to one yesterday and i forget what it was but like as soon as it started like, i was absolutely like absolutely not, not. no nope. yeah like one of them that i read recently is like am i the asshole for asking my girlfriend to change out of her white dress before we went to my oh, uncle's yeah. wedding, yeah, and it's like no, no, you're not the obviously asshole. not. You don't wear a white wet, a white dress to a wedding. No, yeah, but then there's others that are like, am I the asshole for telling my wife that she has to cook me the breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And I'm like, of course you. Yes, are. you are like, the fuck asshole. You. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> yeah, some of them are really like obvious. Yeah, but I'm just I'm obsessed with it. They're and so I, good. I think part of it is that I just want like gossip about other people's mm-hmm. lives, right? Yeah. Is there tea left in that pot? Yes. Can I steal some? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, no, every time I come across them, I'm just like, yes, and I listen to the whole damn thing. Yeah. I'm just I'm obsessed. I read them. My Starbucks cup. <laughs> I read them out to Tristan half the time just so that we can like be incensed on yeah. their behalf. Yeah. Like they're so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, so I know you guys can't see me, but like I cannot stop moving like when I'm talking and when I'm listening like I'm constantly my arms are moving I'm rubbing my legs I'm like stretching my arms like but it's weird because I don't usually let that happen oh okay okay yeah let me formulate a thought before I just start talking okay so I was thinking about this the other day Mm -hmm. in that um, I think part of the reason that you are so, uh, like, energy filling for me, like, you're a person that I can come over and, like, recharge with. Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. So I think part of that reason is that I've never had to mask with you. Mm-mm. And, like, I know that, like me, mm-hmm. you create, like, uh, personalities for every different person that you meet. Yep. Um, yep. 
And I've never had to do that with you. And so I think that that's part of the reason is that like. It's um, not draining to be around me. Yeah. We very yeah. quickly are able to like take down our masks. Mm-hmm. I never feel like you're ever going to judge me about things I say. And like we've talked about some really <laughs> fucked up shit before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like we've actually, we've had conversations about like, this is something that I believe or this is something that I think. What? Tell like, me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, is this like, how fucked up is this? Yeah. Like um, one that we talked about recently was like catcalling. And yeah. now. Oh, fuck. I, this is going to sound just awful, awful, honestly. But like, because I'm not conventionally attractive, I've never been catcalled. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, it's because I'm so ugly. And it's like, but I don't want to be catcalled. Like, but I, you do. But I be, do. Yeah, I know. I do, yeah. but I don't. And yeah. like, it's such a confusing feeling because yeah. obviously I don't want to be objectified in that way. But also like, I would kind of like to be objectified <laughs> in that way. <laughs> right? Like, uh, it's... I had somebody I in a bar once um, call me tragically beautiful and it was one of the best days of my life. What about the one in the super <laughs> oh or the Walmart at Mumford? Oh my god, I ran into this man in a Walmart and he told me that I was like a blossoming night flower <laughs> and I was like, oh cool. But it was so fucking awkward and like I'm super awkward because I've been uh, in a relationship since I was 19. Like I've mm-hmm. been with the same person for a decade. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. And then you I came to know. choir rehearsal right after and you were like, so this thing <laughs> happened. And it was like a Sunday morning yeah. or something. Like it was such a weird time for it to have happened too. Yeah. And um and like I was saying the other week about um how I didn't realize that that guy calling in with like asking mm. for was like sexual mm. harassment. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think that because it's so, um, so, like, not part of my daily life that I just kind of, yeah, I just, like, accept it because it's not something that happens. Oh, my God, I got catcalled. Yeah. And I don't think that that's the the best way to look at it. I was going to say, I don't think that's the right response, but I don't think the word right is correct. Yeah. I don't know. It's a... Mm. It's complicated. It's complicated. And I think it's complicated because, like, I do want to be seen as, like, a sexual mm, being. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to be seen as an object. Right. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. It was actually interesting. I read a post. I forget whose Instagram story it was on. Or I don't remember where I read. Anyway, it was this thing about how in our own lives – there have been people that we've come across in the run of a day mm-hmm. that we've either spoken to or maybe not even spoken to. Maybe we've seen them on the bus or seen them on the street. And for a fleeting moment, we have been madly in love with this person. Oh, yeah. And you have to know that you have been that person for, for someone. Other people. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh. Yeah. I saw a similar thing that was like, um, both fireworks and flowers are beautiful, but some people don't like flowers and some people don't like fireworks. Right. Like, maybe you're just not someone's fireworks. Right. But maybe you're someone's it's flower. Blossoming like, flower. Blossoming flower. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's just, it's interesting to think that like as different as every human being is, 
we have all still experienced that fleeting moment of seeing someone on the street or on the subway or on and the bus and just like imagining so, your life right? with them like, or just like get, being caught off guard by their beauty or, or something. something that they're doing or like it could be the way that they tuck their hair behind their ear yeah. like it could be something so simple but you are so enraptured with that thing and then they're gone from your life. They're gone from your I thought. I literally had this moment yesterday. Really? So I was driving down Barrington on my way to the library. Yeah. Um, and I saw this man and he was wearing um, like all black. He was wearing a black vest, a black like dress shirt, a black pants, black shoes. Fancy. Like he was wearing all black. And then he had this huge, like just absolutely huge blanket scarf around oh. his neck. Oh. And I just looked at him and I was like, I want to know who you are. Like, I want to know everything about you. Right. And then I drove by because like, I'm not going to stop. stop and right? be like, hey bro, you're one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Like, but imagine if you had just like rolled had. the window down and been like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. And just go And just kept going. There's there's a lot of TikToks of that, of like people just driving up to people and being like, you're a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Enjoy your day. And that's, then just going. That's actually one of my favorite things at work is that I will just go up to people and give them a compliment. Yeah. Why not? I'm like, oh my God, I love your sweater. Or like your whole aesthetic is amazing. Yeah. Right. And then I'm, I'm just gone. You don't know how <laughs> you just changed someone's day. Yeah. And so it's really cool to think that we're not alone in those thoughts. Like, they yeah. happen to everyone. And so we could have been that they're, person for other um, people. They're called lollipop moments. And let me explain to you why they're called lollipop this. Lollipop moments. So there was, he's uh, either like an inspirational speaker or like a business speaker. But basically, he was saying that when he was in college, um, he w- was doing um, one of those like Shriner days. You know, not Shriner, Shriners? Shriners? I don't know. But Is it like a fundraising it's thing? It's like a fundraising Shine. thing. Shine. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I think it's for cystic fibrosis. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shinerama. Shinerama. Okay, there yeah. we go. Oh, we got there. Um, And he was saying that it was like one of his last years in university. Um, And he saw this this woman um, that it was clearly like orientation week for her. Because that's usually, Shinerama mm-hmm. happens it's usually in like a week. It's always like the first week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... She was looking pretty, like, nervous or whatever, and he gave her a lollipop and was just said something to her. But, like, just, you know, that was whatever. It. Just gave her a lollipop and left. And then about four or five years later, he was doing, um, like, a conference or a speech or a something, and he met this woman, and she goes, Hi, like, I know you're not going to remember me, but on my very first day at school, you gave me a lollipop and told me that I could do anything I wanted to. And I was about to drop out of college <gasps> because I was overwhelmed. Oh. It was my first time out of my village, like out of my small town. Like it was my first time like really being in this huge crowd of people. And I was feeling so overwhelmed and like just I didn't think I could do it. And you gave me a lollipop and you said like you got this or something. And it made me stay for my next four years. I thought about it. Every time it got hard, I was just like, I can do this. I Well, now I'm crying. <laughs> I know, like chills. Like just Man. and when I first heard it, I started crying and um like just that moment of like you don't know when you are giving someone a lollipop moment. You right. don't know when your compliment is going to be the thing that makes their day better. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And that's it. And that's why we should 
treat people with kindness. And, yeah. Right? Like, there's that, there's this thing. It's like, it's not about being nice. Like, it's about being you, kind. It's about being kind. Like, you can be kind and still stand up for yourself. But yeah. if you're nice, generally, you're getting walked over. Yeah. And so, like, you can be kind and share that kindness with other people. And Kindness is more important than niceties. Yes. And po- being polite. Like, yes. um uh there's a phrase in our work called the said uh it's nice to be kind Mm. you um you are being kind to someone if you tell them like your work is slipping right because you're letting them know how how they can fix it right um but you're not being kind to them if you don't tell them because you want to be nice right so being kind is being nice yeah yeah it's something i struggle yeah i struggle with it a lot with my students like I love music so much and I want so many people just to love music and to find that love in but their own lives. you also have to teach. You right. also have to correct. Have you to also have to accountable. hold accountable. And I find that part hard because a lot, a lot of the time I worry that if, if I am too critical or if I... They're going to lose... Right. They're, they're going to lose their love of music they're, or they're going to They're going to say, well, oh, I don't like this. Like, yeah. it's too hard. And it's like... Music isn't designed to be Simple? like music isn't easy. No. But it's worth, worth it. it. It's worth it. Right? Like so um it's funny. This is my dad's guitar. Mm. My mom gave it to me. Um she I I think she had lost track of it. Um it was at my grandmother's and then when my grandmother passed away, my aunt took it and mom just got it back. There's actually a picture of my dad from like the 80s, the er- oh. very early 80s in the guitar, like in the case that's yeah. just he's holding the guitar. And I tried when my dad was alive, oh God, 15 years ago or more, or more. To learn. To learn guitar. Yeah. Because dad could pick up the guitar and just play anything. And so one day I picked it up and I was like, I'm going to learn Stairway to Heaven. Like the, I can't sing it because I don't know what key we're in. But anyway, you know the introduction. If you don't seriously go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's one of the best. Great song. Because dad could just pick the guitar up and play whatever he wanted. And so I think I sat with the guitar for 15 minutes trying to learn the first four measures of Stairway to Heaven. And I said, fuck this. And I took the book upstairs and learned it on the piano. Yeah. In like 15 minutes. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, you have a natural affinity to the piano. It's what I've played my whole yeah. life. Almost 30 years I've played yeah. the piano. Um, and the guitar is very different. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a natural affinity to music in general. Like, I can pick up most instruments right. and figure it out, know how to play it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I can do that with, like, a wind instrument or a brass yeah. instrument. But for whatever but a guitar, reason, a guitar is so different. It's different and complicated. And, like, I played string in- instruments. Like, mm. I played um, violin yeah. when I was younger, violin and fiddle, which are two separate things. Yes, they are. They are. Two separate ty- kinds of music and two separate kinds of playing. Yep. But I mostly played violin. Um, and so I know, like, about finger positioning. Like, I mm. understand that concept. But the guitar just it hurts my brain. Yeah. I can't. I also tried to figure it out. We had an acoustic at home. Yeah. Not my home. My mother's home. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, I tried to pick it up one day because I was like, oh, I'm going to be the cool kid playing the guitar. Right. Yeah. Um. Didn't work no, out. No. But I think because it's dad's, I'm, you, I want to try again. And you want to keep it and you want to have that connection. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to see what I can do with it. I'll probably avoid F chords forever because it's like a barred chord with your oh, finger. Oh, yeah. And it's awful. And they hurt. They hurt. 
Like, I'm not about it. Uh, so any time that I have to play an F chord, I'll just transpose into a different key. So yeah. That I don't have to play an F chord. <laughs> You're welcome to all you music people who understand that. Yeah. I love it. Um, um, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, my God. I found this account on Instagram. And I've seen him before. Okay. But I've never really, like, watched his stuff. But I watched a lot of it today. And it's just, like, this guy. This... I don't know. He's he's just a guy. He's like, he'll say like, give me a walking bass. And like, then it's yeah, him yeah, at yeah, a keyboard yeah, who plays yeah, a walking yeah, bass. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. and now Beethoven. And he'll play like part of a Beethoven song. And he's like, now give me walking Beethoven. And it's combining the two. And I'm like, <gasps> it's just, what? I know. Um, there was one and it was Pachelbel's Canon and a Chopin piece. And it was like, ooh. at the end it was like, I shared it to my story and it's like, pocket like pocket pocket waltz chopin so, like uh, yeah, it's just, just freaking ridiculous and yeah. it sounds so good so good. it blows my mind and like i couldn't stop watching this guy's material and it's just these tiny little snippets of songs yeah but it's so oh it's so sad i've always been in awe about people who can compose um one of the people is Nikki, but then the other people is um, I don't compose my What is his but... name? Edward? Edward Enman. Oh, Edward Enman. <sighs> his stuff is mm, so good. Okay, so I have been in the choral community for a billion years in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, and so has Edward. Um, that's how I know him. I was in he was our NSYC with him. Accompanist. 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 <laughs> accompanist in Zara for like a year or something yeah yeah I don't remember maybe like Like rehearsal pianist yeah rehearsal pianist because we were acapella mostly Mostly. um I think we did do one show with him because he wrote us a piece I know for a fact I'm going to nod and smile because I just don't remember (laughs) (laughs) but um he I follow him on Instagram on Facebook like I you know um know for a fact he doesn't know who I am anymore but I would doubt that I'm sure he does know who you are but like just the way that he can just sit down and compose is mind-blowing he's a brilliant pianist brilliant yeah um I was in awe of him when we were in youth choir together yeah because he's also really beautiful yeah yeah. And so is his wife and child. And his baby. Um, but, like, he's really gorgeous. He's such a nice And a really person. beautiful human. Like, I was, inside and out beautiful. I was so intimidated by him when oh, yeah. I was in youth choir because, like, I was late teens and he was hanging out with, like, the the choir for life people that yeah. had been friends lifers for years. <laughs> yeah. lifers like they had gone to like jcc and YCC. like the the tenniels and um, claire josh and, Zoe, and claire and yeah. Zoe and like all like, of them they yeah. all they just all knew each other and that, jackie yeah it was just yeah. a very intimidating group of people yeah i was intimidated they were not intimidating yeah. I was intimidated by them. Yes. yes. Like, they are all very lovely people. Yes. Oh, individually, <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, as a group, when you don't group, know them, it's, it's really scary. Because <laughs> they all just get along so well. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I love that. I love that about them. Like, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the choral community. Oh, yes. I was checking somebody out at work, like, two, three days ago. Yeah. And, um... 
when we scan your card, like your plum card, yeah. your name pops up on the screen. Right. Because we have to like verify or whatever. Anyway. Um, and I looked at her name and I was like, oh, I think I know that name. Hmm. Um, do you know her? The, uh, it sounds familiar, it right? It sounds familiar. Okay. And then so I was like, hey, um, weird question. Were you part of the Nova Scotia choral community? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like, I was in AVHC. Um, like I was in a bunch of these choirs. And she was like, oh, me too. Like years and years ago. And I was like, yeah, that must be how I know you. Like I just recognized your name. Yeah. And we had like a little conversation. Aww. But I swear that she was like. I don't know you at I all. don't know you. Right. Like. <laughs> which, I mean. Which I'm sure she didn't because I think like. She was either, uh, I think what happened was that she left Annapolis Valley Honor Choir As the you, year before I came in. Right. So, like, her last year happened right before my first year happened. Right. yeah. So, like, I knew her tangentially. You knew of her. Like, I knew of right. her. Um, You know, she was, like, a, a counselor at NSCC, or not NSCC, what I'm just... YCC? Nope. Youth, YCC. Ah, uh, yes. Choir camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, YCC, JCC, like all of those. Yeah. Um, definitely involved in them. And so like I knew her name, I knew of her, but I didn't know necessarily like if we'd ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny yeah. to just be like, I recognize your name. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know that you're a part of this same community I, I used to be a part right. of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we lamented about the fact that it's hard to find... Um, like a, a casual SATB adult adult choir in Nova Scotia. <laughs> in Nova Scotia. Just to be able to like sing and enjoy and not put a lot of effort. Yeah. Like I Because just, we all have really busy lives. I just wanna so. sing. Um so actually yesterday Andrew and I went to apartment three. What? Oh, your hair just like looped and I oh, fix it. Thanks. Um yesterday Andrew and I went to apartment three and the man ahead of us in line i was like do i know I you? really recognize him yeah. like and it hit me because i had actually thought of him and his wife earlier in the day which oh. was really weird um and then so i looked around and i'm like okay his wife's not here um because i used to work with his wife okay and i'm like okay so then he walked past me to go sit at his table and i said excuse me is your name so blank and he was like yeah and i was like i used to work with your wife at this place and he was like oh and like you could tell that he was like trying really like really trying hard. hard to place you and, he, and so he was like yeah how are you how are things and then like i mentioned like yeah no i was at the front desk and everything he's like oh like you could yeah. okay and, now i know how i know you yeah and but it was still very much like he definitely didn't remember me at all mm-hmm. but I was like I very much remember you it so it was just one of those like weird moments it was just like cool well I hope you're doing well say hi to your wife mm-hmm. bye. bye yeah uh, but it was just funny that I had thought about him and his wife earlier in the yeah. day and then and then see he was later. there yeah. like the last that I knew they lived in Halifax so to see him in Sackville exactly. was Strange. also very weird yeah whenever I see people that don't live in Sackville in Sackville I'm yeah. I'm like why are you here right like i i expect not in like a get out of my town no, way. but like anytime <laughs> that i talk to someone who doesn't live in zackville they're like oh, zackville 
It's so out of the way. Yeah. It's not really out of the way. It's not. Like, I remember um, when me and two of my girlfriends went to Cuba for the first time, um, one of my friend's boyfriends picked us up from the airport. And I was like, yeah, I live in Sackville, if you can just drop me off. And he's like, ugh. Oh, Sackville. But I'm like, it like, it's, it's on, on the way. way. Like, if you're going to the city right. from the airport, it is it's literally on, on the, the way. way. Like, you pass the Sackville exit. Like, and it's not even like you pass the exit to another highway and to the honestly, Sackville. It's on the highway. Like, you're not that far away from the Sackville exit either. No. Like, <laughs> it's, it literally takes me six to seven minutes to get, to get to, the highway. to the highway. Yeah. But it's just like, so many people have this negative idea of what Sackville is. I and mean, it's like... Yeah, <sighs> the, the, the Sac Vegas. Sac Vegas, Bagtown. Bagtown. Like, well, I don't understand that one, but... Sac. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were today years old. <laughs> yeah, Sackville. I was, I was today years old yeah. when I figured out what that means. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad I could do that for you. Yeah. That's really funny that it took me that long. Yeah. You're like, I don't understand I that. I don't get it. Well, another word for a sack is a bag. bag. <laughs> another word for a ville is a town. town. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was very lovely and wholesome. Yeah. I'm so glad I saw that. <laughs> um, my So I used to be blonde when I was younger, like really, really blonde. Same. And so the joke in my family mm. is that while my hair went darker, I never lost that dumb. You know, like the joke about like blondes, blondes are dumb. Yeah. Um, oh, do which... I ever. <laughs> I was determined to prove everybody wrong. Hear me when I tell you that sometimes I am that stereotype. Uh, <laughs> my hand is raised. Yeah. But I am not always that stereotype. Also, yeah. I'm very smart most of the time. And then I have some times where I don't understand Bagtown. Um, <laughs> but then, okay, here's one. Ooh, tell me. Okay. I'm, I got to get myself pumped up for this because my family has been making fun of me about this for so goddamn long. And I think I have a point. I love the way that you said goddamn. Goddamn. So goddamn long. And I think I have a point. Okay. okay. So we were out one day um, with um, my sister and her shitty ex. Right. Um, I don't like him. Nope. I've never met him and I don't like him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Anyway, we were out on the town. It was my sister, her shitty ex, uh, me and Tristan. And I, we were eating, <laughs> we were eating at Mexi's, so Mexicala Rosas. Oh, yes. Which I love. Does, does that still um, exist? Or it like is, it's just Mexi's now? So they're in Bears Lake right. now. Okay. Um, it is still technically Mexicali Roses, but, but they just call it Mexi. Okay, gotcha. Um, but at the time it was on Spring Garden Road. Right. And we were there, we were eating, and I was uh, drinking like a margarita. Um, mm. You know, I still could drink tequila at the time because I was still young. <laughs> um, but I was drinking a margarita and I was eating and I was like, I wonder what came first, the cuisine or the perfectly matched taste of the alcohol. Great. So like, did they make alcohol and make their food to match how delicious it would be together? Or did they make their food and then when they started making alcohol, they Cultivate cultivated alcohol. it in such a way that it would taste delicious with the food. Okay. Okay. That's they all fucking laughed at me and were like, that's the dumbest question you've ever asked in your life. <laughs> why <laughs> and i was like like actually incensed for a long time about it it's now just like a funny little joke right i'm like what came first the chicken or the egg right. what came first the food or the alcohol but i'm like no that's but a legitimately interesting me, question that's a legitimately interesting question yes. like did they 
did they start with the alcohol and pair the food, paired with, the food it. with it, use their spices and whatever? Or did they start with the food and then made alcohol and made it taste like it goes so well together yeah. that I'm like, there had to be a reason <laughs> that it goes so well together. Right. I'm, my thought would be that they, the alcohol came first yeah. and then they spiced the food to pair the alcohol. Pair with the alcohol. But then, but, I don't but know. there are so many different kinds of tequila, right? So like, it's got to be like regionally based and whatever. Like maybe just this one restaurant <sighs> uses this one uses kind this of one type of tequila, and all of their food goes really well together. But I'm just like, curse the people who think that's a stupid question because right? I love that question, right? Yeah, Tristan, <laughs> we're talking to you, Tristan, you, you in particular, mm-hmm. and they have never let me live this down. Of course not. And I'm just like, I think it's a valid question. Yeah. Um, I think it's a totally valid question. Versus when Andrew and I were looking (laughs) for a new fridge. You might know this story. I think you, yeah, you know this story. Andrew and I were looking for a new fridge when we bought our house because uh, one of the rentals needed a new fridge. So we were like, well, why don't we just give them the fridge he from here? Because it's perfectly good fridge. Because it's perfectly good. And we'll get a new one. And then we'll get a new fridge. Yeah. And so I, Andrew and I were at the store looking at fridges and I was like, why don't we get one with like a water and ice dispenser? And he was like, where are we going to hook it up? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. we'll just get one with the water and ice it dispenser. Just, it dispenses yeah. ice and water. Like, I don't know what you're right. talking about. He's like, where do you think the water comes from? And I was like... <laughs> Like I was like, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm like, doesn't it come from the condensation in the freezer? <laughs> it comes from the fridge. It comes from the fridge. Like it's a self-operating fridge. Like, where is the confusion here? I take my glass <laughs> and, and I, I go it, to the fridge and I push the button and the water comes out. Like and he's <laughs> like, but where does the water come from? I'm like, it comes from the fridge. And I was getting so mad that he wasn't, like, just understanding my question and or my answer. And so one of the salespeople came over and he's like, can I ask you a question? And he was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, if we wanted a fridge with the ice and water, where does the ice and water come from? And he's like, comes from the hookup in the wall attached to your plumbing. And I'm like what you're like i'm so sorry no yeah, but it comes from the fridge <laughs> so oh it actually like andrew continually brought that up for so long <laughs> that i had to be like you need to stop because it's really <laughs> bothering me how how uh, but just, listen sometimes really smart people can be very dumb yeah um it was just <laughs> To this day, I still believe that if you just put the glass against the wall, it's just going to work. work. Like, (laughs) who plums the the fridge? Yeah. Oh, and we just lost our video. Well, I mean, we're... (laughs) We're at an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's the limit of the video, because, like, it just got to an hour and a half, and the video's like, peace! Maybe it's like, hey, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. My phone's... (laughs) Yeah, fifty four percent. Like it's not gonna. So it's die. not even just like no, whatever. That's fine. 
Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's probably <laughs> such a, a good, good way to end. <laughs> yeah. I hope you all enjoyed that. And I'm sure you all knew where that was um, going. Uh, go onto our Instagram. Yes. And uh, message, not like message, but comment any of the things that you thought was so obvious uh, that people thought was dumb. Yes. Yeah. Because, please do. Because we want <laughs> to feel validated. Yeah. I was going to say vindicated is <laughs> not the right word. But validated. Like, but, like, um, we can't be the only ones. We cannot be the only ones who have had this situation where mm-hmm. you are just, like, um... You're so sure. You're so sure of something and it is wrong. Like, I remember... I don't remember if I've said this in another episode, but, like, my mom and I... My dad was still alive. And my mom and I went shopping at JISC, which mm. used to be this, like, lower-end decor store. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I got... It was like a bargain decor. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Like, I got um, curtain rods for, like, $7. It was, it was amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but they had this huge, huge canvas print of a, a lion, like, with the mane and mm-hmm. everything like that. It was beautiful. It was, like, 60 centimeters by 100 centimeters. Like, it was massive. And I remember coming home, and it was the summer, and we were sitting out on the back deck at my mom's house. And I told my dad, because dad loves lions. Yeah. I was like, dad, they had this huge print of a lion, uh, like 60 by 100. Like, it was just so beautiful. And my dad goes, oh, a male lion? And I was like, yeah, like mane and everything. And my mom Mm -hmm. goes, isn't a female lion a tiger? (laughs) And my dad and I just looked at her and we were like, no. (laughs) She goes, but... I thought... And I'm like, Mom, have you seen The Lion King? Like, Nala is a lion. Simba's mom is a lion. Like, they're just... They don't have manes, but they are still lions. They're still lions. Like, yeah. And so to this day, like, we continually... Well, I guess, like, me and my brothers were like, so, but isn't, isn't a female lion a tiger? Isn't it a tiger? All the, all the time. And I'm just like, ah, yes. so stupid. But I guess maybe this is a lesson. I should stop that. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I feel like um, it is sometimes hard to, to like, speak about, up about something that everyone thinks is funny, but you're, like, annoyed by it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But no, seriously, tell us your moments of um, just like your blonde moments, your yeah. your slightly dumb ones. Like you were so convinced, you were so convinced that you were right. right. <laughs> and then it was just like the, the logic finally hit you. And you're like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those moments. Yeah. Where you're just like, hmm. Yeah. Cool. And leave us a review. We're going to get these up on yeah. Apple because I think we figured, we figured out how. I think we figured out how. So um, by the time you listen to this, the rest of them will hopefully also be yeah. on Apple. And then give us a little review. Um, we would love it. We would love to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can always um, find us on Instagram at Books and Bisexuals. Comment. Send us a message. Yeah. Yeah. Like our post. Like please. our post, please. Like and share. Yeah. Yep. Um. And thank you all yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a good day. And um, it's Easter weekend good, now. So like it's Easter happy, weekend for us. Yeah. Happy, happy Easter. Passover. Easter, I guess. Passover. Yeah. By the time it posts. Yeah. Never mind. Have a great week. We hope that your Easter went well and have a great weekend and we love you. Yes. Thank you. Love you. Bye.